Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, they're going streaking. The Raiders have their first win streak of the 2023 season. We'll talk about it. They got the 21-17 victory over the Patriots. All that's coming up on Monday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, October 16th, 2023. You're Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. And welcome in Raider Nation to another edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen of the day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. To get the latest edition of the show as soon as it becomes available, of course, if you're checking us out on YouTube, thank you. We definitely appreciate you, and we appreciate my man Ari, who has us up on YouTube each and every day. Also, I want to give a special shout-out to everyone that I had a chance to meet at Allegiant Stadium. It was awesome, right? So many people came up to the Coors Light Landing right next to the Al Davis Torch and uh, talked about the podcast, shook my hand, uh, told me when they listened to the podcast, where they listened to the podcast, why they listened to the podcast. It was great. So I don't ever want you to think that I take that for granted, so I definitely appreciate Appreciate you. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the day uh, being at the games is, is seeing Raider Nation come in that listen to the show and we can, you know, share some some conversations about the podcast or just whatever in general. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough. Of course, always check out my man Ari on Twitter. I always appreciate him at Ari Produces. He does a great job uh, getting us up on YouTube and uh, you can hit me up on Twitter as well at your boy Q254 and this Lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line is 707-654-654. 4693. No calls or texts in today's show. We talked to a lot of people in the Raiders locker room uh, following the game. So I want to get as much locker room sound in as possible. Plus, we got to hand out game balls. So in segment number two and three, you're going to get game balls, locker room sound, and more locker room sound in segment number three. So we're going to kind of combine those two uh, on the show today. Here in segment number one, just going to give you the news and notes and really how the Raiders came about with the 21-17 victory over the Patriots, improving their overall record to three and three and their first win streak of the 2023 season. Before we get to that, though, I do want to tell you about the title sponsor which is game time download the game time app create an account and use promo code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed i'll tell you more about them later on in the show so let's go ahead and jump right into it the good news the raiders get the 21 17 victory over the patriots more good news they improve their overall record to three and three right they're in second place right now in the afc west the Chargers are going to play uh this evening against the dallas cowboys monday night football action i got the cowboys winning that game i think that they'll bounce back after the beatdown that they took to the 49ers by the 49ers but we'll see either way the raiders are right in the thick of things now they're right there in the mix they have a chance jacoby myers said that in the raiders locker room following the game we have a chance okay good now the bad news jimmy g went out Jimmy G went out at halftime with a bad back. Um, who knows what the extent of the injury is? He got he went to the hospital in an ambulance to get evaluated, and nobody knows nobody knows the the extent of that injury as of yet. Now we do meet with head coach Joshua Daniels this morning around ten thirty, so maybe he'll have an update for us. But it just doesn't seem very good. Before he went out, he was fourteen for twenty two, hundred sixty two yards, a touchdown, and interception. Where did that interception come from? A really bad pass that Jimmy had. He threw it behind Devontae Adams. He reached back to go get it, grabbed it with his hands because he has good hands. And when he whipped around, Jabril Peppers of of the Patriots drilled him. And I mean, really drilled him. The ball pops up in the air. It gets intercepted. Devontae goes down. He stays down. So the Patriots have the ball. Devontae's down. And he comes off the field, goes to the blue tent. And to his credit, the Raiders' defense was able to force a three and out. They get the ball back. 
and Devontae goes back out there. So he's battling. He's battling. He's battling. But really bad pass from Jimmy Garoppolo set up Devontae for a failure. And it feels like every game this season so far, there's been a bad ball like that, right? Uh, a medicine ball, right? One of those where you put it up there and then all of a sudden uh, the, the wide receiver, and I think nine times out of ten has been Devontae Adams, is getting drilled. Jimmy's got to cut that out. Or any other quarterback who's out there, if it's Brian Hoyer or if it's Aiden O'Connell, they, they can't keep setting their, their wide receivers up for failure. They just can't. So, again, Jimmy G, 14 for 22, 162 yards, a touchdown and, a, and an interception. The touchdown went to Jacoby Myers, which was nice for him since he was playing against his former team. And we all remember what Jacoby Myers did last year when the Patriots played the Raiders and he was a member of New England. That wasn't a good memory. At least he got a good memory from Sunday as he picked up a, a touchdown and helped the Raiders win 21-17 over New England. Brian Hoyer played the second half, 6 for 10, 102 yards. He did have a deep ball. The Trey Tucker uh, went for 48 yards. That was nice to see. So that was the positive. And the other good positive was Brian Hoyer, as a veteran, came into the game and didn't, didn't panic, right? He, he, he knew the situation. He, he, he knew what the assignment was, and he completed the assignment. Now, he didn't have any touchdowns. You know, he struggled in the red zone just like the Raiders struggled in the red zone. One out of six times to the red zone, they, they got a touchdown. That's not going to win you a whole lot of games, but it helped them win on Sunday, right? So we'll talk about the red zone and struggles as well a little bit later. But Brian Hoyer didn't sink the ship, and that's what his job is. Again, that's what the assignment is. So uh, we'll see if Jimmy G is not able to go this week. Will it be, Jim, will it be Brian? Will it be Aiden O'Connell? You know, last time Josh McDaniels told us about the backup quarterback situation and, and what Brian Hoyer brings to the table is he can go into the game if he has to, and they feel very comfortable with him there. Now it's a little bit different when they have a week to, to let the guy prepare. So maybe Aiden O'Connell would be the guy that gets the, you know, gets the start if Jimmy G can't go against the bears or maybe it's Brian Hoyer. Again, I don't think that the Raiders offense missed a beat. There wasn't a whole lot to the offense anyway. I'm not trying to sound negative after a victory. Cause you don't complain and you don't uh, not complain. You don't, uh, apologize for victories, but I mean, the Raiders offense has been on the struggle bus. I, I picked them to get 21 points. I didn't think they were going to get multiple field goals, a safety and a, and one touchdown, right? I mean, they got, they got to 21 points the hard way, but they still got to 21 points. Michael Mayer, rookie tight end, five catches, 75 yards on six targets. Uh, he's getting more comfortable, more comfortable, more comfortable in this Raiders offense. You can just tell he's getting more comfortable being a, a pro in general, right? He even sounds like it when you talk to him. He even sounds a more, lot more comfortable in that role. So uh, he had a good game. Again, five catches, 75 yards. Jacoby Myers, I mentioned him before, five catches, 61 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Adams, I mentioned him getting blown up by Jabril Peppers. Well, he got blown up by Peppers and then didn't have a good game on top of that. Two catches for 29 yards on five targets. Uh, they just never really got the ball to Devontae. They didn't really target him too much. Uh, there was a, t a shot that Brian Hoyer took to him in the red zone that really wasn't a, a legit shot. He threw it out of bounds. Uh, so it wasn't even, to me, looking at it from the press box, I was like, yeah, that wasn't even really a target. But he was in the vicinity, so they gave him a target for that. But uh, Devontae was not, a, not in a good mood. Normally, and, and I say we talk to a lot of people in the, in the uh, a lot of players in the locker room. He was not one of them. He was gone, and he always talks after the game. He has no problem doing that. But before we ever got into the locker room, he was already gone. And one member of the media said that he left without even showering, which is un Devonte Adams like. He actually talks bad about people that uh, that don't shower and they just get dressed and, and take off. But he was gone so fast. There's a good chance that maybe he didn't take a shower. So uh, we'll ask you know Coach McDaniel's about that. Uh, later on this morning in the Intermountain Health Performance Center when we meet with him around 10.30. Josh Jacobs, 25 carries, 77 yards, two catches for 16 yards. 
Uh, again, not a 100-yard day. Didn't think he had to have a 100-yard day. Love that they stayed committed to the run. Just would like to see them get a little bit more than 3.1 yards per carry, right? I would like to see them get closer to 4 yards or 4 yards, you know, 4.1, something like that. Even if it's going to be in the threes, 3.9, you know, something around there. But 3.1, that's definitely on the struggle bus. But they still stay committed, so I can respect that. 25 carries, and, of course, they're going to use the run game to try to, you know, salt away the game. And, look, they had a lot of possession, they had a lot of time of possession. A lot of their drives were very long, but the problem is a lot of their drives resulted in field goals as opposed to as opposed to touchdowns, and that's where the biggest problem comes in. But that was the offense, the defense. Again, as I've been mentioning for a while now, the defense is the strength of the team. The defense gave the Raiders an opportunity to really blow this game out and blow the Patriots out, especially when early in the game when the Patriots couldn't do anything. Uh, the Raiders' defense forced three, three and outs. Right. That's that's you got to tip the cap. And again, I know the Patriots offense is not, you know, the world beaters. They're not some, you know, high wire act or whatever like that, a high octane offense. But it's an NFL offense. And if you have them, if you're holding them to three and outs and forcing them to punt you the ball, you've got to take advantage of uh, what the defense is giving you. And the Raiders weren't able to do that. They did get four sacks on the game, including the the game winner, uh, Max Crosby and Bilal Nichols. They combined on a safety on, on Mac Jones. And that's what gave the Raiders their 21 points, the final two points to get so they could reach 21. But four sacks on the day. Amik Robertson had a sack. Adam Butler, John Jenkins. They had sacks, and I like the fact that you're starting to see pressure from the interior. Uh, Bilal Nichols, Adam Butler, John Jenkins, all defensive tackles. That is a positive sign, and the Raiders aren't where they need to be as far as you know sacks, and they're not where they need to be as far as turnovers, but they're doing better. Trayvon Merrick had another interception, his second on the season, and that was due to pressure. Right, they Mac Jones was getting pressure on him. He threw the, a bad ball across his body. You're not supposed to do that, and he just missed badly. And Trayvon Merrick was there to make the play. And even though it was one of those that just went right to him, he still had to make the play, and that he did. So uh, now, if you're keeping track at home, like I am, 13 sacks for the team and five interceptions. Now, my my prediction for them for sacks and and uh, and turnovers was 40 sacks and 20 interceptions. So they're not on pace to get that, but. I mean, having five sacks in six games or five uh, five interceptions, I should say, in, in six games is way better than what they had last year, six interceptions in 17 games. So uh, they're, they're on better pace. They just got to keep up the work. But the red zone offense, and I, I'm not going to harp on that right now because it is a Monday. It's a victory. So we have all week long to break down the offense and figure out what's going wrong with that red zone offense. It just has to be better. Daniel Carlson, to his credit, four for four on field goal attempts. And A.J. Cole. You know, he only punted twice, but he was he they were really good punts. Uh one went 57 yards and and the other punt uh was the last one was uh down inside the past 10 yard line. They had to get, they fair, fair caught it and it was at the 9 and that's what helped lead to the safety that ultimately won the game. So AJ Cole averaging 51 and a half yards a punt did a really good job with the couple punts that he had on Sunday. So that's all I got for you for segment number one of today's Lockdown Raiders podcast news and notes of the day. Segment number two, we'll start handing out game balls and we'll start to hear from some players in the Raiders locker room. We'll do that after we tell you about the title sponsor of the show, which is game time. And you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. And Vegas has tons of big events, right? If you ever come in here, yeah, you can go to a, a Raiders game. You can go to a Golden Knights game. You can go to an Aces game. Or you can go to something else that they have going on, which is always all kind of stuff. So if you're ever looking for those last-minute tickets to a show or something, game time is the way to go. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And 
it's cool about game time. I mentioned the view from the seat. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase because you actually could see the view from your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Plus, all in prices show your total up front. You know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds within two taps. Right now, download the game time app, create an account, use lo- promo code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, use the promo code locked on NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I also want to tell you about prize picks. And if you don't know what prize picks is, it's the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Easiest and exciting way to play play fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of you battling against player uh, players, uh, pros, sharks, all those folks, it's just you against the projections. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. So, for example, you could have said, and I don't know if this was a projection or not, I'm just making this up, uh, Devontae Adams is going to have eight catches for 105 yards, and Josh Jacobs is going to run for uh, you know 30 carries for 102 yards. And if you had picked... Uh, if you had picked less than the, that projection, you would be a winner. Just that simple. Again, you're not going up against me. You're not going up against anyone else. It's you versus projections. Just that simple. Plus, you can make your picks and submit them in less than 60 seconds. With the prize picks reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, like a Jimmy Garoppolo, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance right now go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl use code locked on nfl for a first deposit matchup to a hundred dollars again prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl promo code locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars your locked on raiders your daily podcast on the las vegas raiders part of the locked on podcast network your team Every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to take you inside the Raiders locker room. Want to hand out game balls at the same time. Always hand out game balls when the Raiders get a victory. And anytime it's a home game, I get to get inside the Raiders locker room. And when I get to do that, it's always great. I love being able to bring the instant sound from the players to the podcast, to the show. So had an opportunity to catch up with Adam Butler, Amik Robertson, Byron Young, Jacoby Myers, Josh Jacobs, Max Crosby, Michael Mayer, and Trayvon Merrick. All those guys in the Raiders locker room. Obviously, we're not going to get all of them on the show today. Maybe we'll sprinkle them in in the next couple days. But uh, we'll we'll do these today. How we'll break it down today is the guys that get game balls will be the guys that you hear from. How about that? So offensively, we'll go ahead and give the game ball to Jacoby Myers. As a matter of fact, the Raiders gave a game ball to Jacoby Myers for his efforts. Uh, Again, five catches, 61 yards. He had the only touchdown for the Raiders on Sunday. And again, it was was kind of a a nice moment for him, a little, uh, you know, going up against his old team, the team that decided not to give him a contract extension. Instead, uh, decided to give Juju Smith-Schuster basically the same deal. And obviously that hasn't worked out very well for him. And then especially after what happened last year at Allegiant Stadium with Jacoby Myers, I'm sure he felt a lot better uh, on, on today than he did last last year at this time because of what happened and, and the way that, you know, he said his words, not mine, he let his team down. So Jacoby Myers, uh, the only touchdown, five catches, 61 yards on the day. Uh, got an opportunity to catch up to him in the Raiders locker room following the game. Check this out. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of the guys in this room, we put a lot, not even just keep on the path, but, you know, we, we feel like we gave a lot to that team also. So it was good seeing them players, man, good. Going against a team where we know we felt like, Contributed and just getting a W against them. Like, it felt good to a lot of guys. Walk us through the uh, touchdown. I think they might have busted on that one. 
I ended up getting a one-on-one with outside leverage. I knew what he was trying to defend. I sat to him that was. Julian Edelman has said that he's a little help when it comes to uh, making decisions in the offensive side of the ball. I'm not going to impress you too much, anymore, but you, you can't help but notice what happened today. I'm not even. I mean, as a guy who was with a lot of those guys, I know it's a lot of talent on that team. You know, what I mean? so I'm not even going to sell them out like that. Like those guys who play football, I just feel like with a lot of change, they had a bunch of change in that on that team period over the last couple of years. So they just working through some things. And I ain't going to sit out here and just dump fire on them. You know what I mean? Like they, they got a game. They definitely got players. They just working through some stuff. What was the mindset once you found out Jimmy G was going to be out? I hope he's okay. You know what I mean? Like I kind of heard what he had going on, and I need to hit him up just to make sure he's good. The emotional state going to the game, you know, was it a little higher or lower, just kind of right in the middle of what you thought it would be? Um, more so in the middle, but it was, it did creep up a little bit as game time came, you know what I mean? It was, I was just excited, you know I, mean? I definitely was excited for just all of it, to see everybody to play them, because I've been in practice against them a lot, so just all of it, man. But I tried to stay in the middle the best I can. What's been your impression of uh, Michael Mayer this season, and I guess also today especially? <laughs> did his thing, man. He, he getting better and better every day. Every day, man. Soft hands, can run with the ball. He work hard every day. He come in, same guy every day. So he, I'm proud of him. You see his confidence kind of developing a little bit? Or oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, more plays you make, that's kind of how I go. You know, you just find your rhythm. And I feel like if you just keep pushing them forward, keep paying attention, you're going to be all right. Did you get a chance to connect with Belichick and all that? Nah, I ain't even get to see him, man. It's all good, though. <laughs> what was it like seeing the defense close it out again, the second game in a row? What, man, we need it, man. We need it because some of those times we probably had a chance to close out ourselves and we couldn't do it. And they came out and had our back, man. So it was a lot of things said about them earlier in the year, man. I just love for them to prove doubters wrong, man, just go out there and be their best self. You feel like they're getting close to that point? Not quite there yet, but feel like they're, they're getting really close? I'm hoping so, for sure. You know what I mean, I don't, don't want to put a limit on them, but yeah. I do feel like they they are getting better week in, week out. You know what I mean, we won, so I'm gonna take that. So, Your thoughts on Ryan just coming in and then having that 48 yard bomb to trades are kind of shutting the crowd up a little bit. What do you think of that? Uh, he dropped him on that one for sure. He, he <laughs> dropped him. You know, that's a, that's a big time throw, man. A big time situation like that's that game meant a lot to him too. You know? Ryan was with me over with the Patriots too, so I understand what that moment went to him. So. I'm just happy for him, man. I'm happy that he got that chance. And Jacoby, uh, you know, Michael Mayer had a big game. You've had some big games. Devontae has too. Do you feel like it's a matter of time before you all have a big game in the same game? I feel like we still haven't played our best team football. You know what I mean? And I think every time we play a game, we inch closer to that. And we're just trying to all put it out there at the same time. We know you take it one week at a time, one game at a time. But being 3-3 three and three now, how does that feel? What, what does that mean to you right now? Ah, uh, you get a breath for the night, you know what I mean? But then we got to get right back on it and we go in and watch that film and try to get four and three. You know I feel I mean? like it's right there in the thick of things now? Oh, yeah, definitely. We got a chance, you know what I mean? It's just how bad do we want it. So you can hear the group of us right there talking to Jacoby Myers, and, you know, he said, you know, three and three means that they have a chance. They have a chance, but how badly do they want it? I thought that that was an interesting little nugget at the end there. How badly do they want it? That's got to be the challenge that every player and the coaches have to put on themselves moving forward. All right. You're back at, at three and three. You're three and three. You uh, you're you're squared up. You're you're five hundred. Now what? Right? How bad do you want to stay in the thick of things? Right? It's going to take a lot of hard work, and they got to continue to improve. The defense has got to continue to improve, and the offense definitely has to continue to improve. But Jacoby Myers, he gets a game ball for his uh, efforts on Sunday. Definitely thought that uh, he was he was a big time player, and and he's been a big time player. He's been a really good signing for the Silver and Black. How about tight end Michael Mayer? 
a guy who had five catches at 75 yards on six targets. And, you know, he had three of those uh, on the first drive. And then later on in the game, Brian Hoyer hit him with one. And uh, he's a guy that not only when he catches the ball, he's, he's got those soft hands, but, man, he tries to run through you. Right. I mean, he, he runs angry downhill and that's what you want. He's a fun tight end to watch. It's taken him a while to get going. But I mean, he's he's you can see that that the thing is starting to slow down for him. He's starting to get more confident. Matter of fact, a group of us got to talk to him following the game. And he, and he was talking about that, the confidence. Right. He's starting to, to, to the game starting to slow down to him a little bit. So that's a good thing. It's only going to get better from here, I do believe. So here's Michael Mayer in the Raiders locker room following the game. Do you sense the breakout game today? Some kind of during the week kind of felt coming? I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I felt the most comfortable I felt out there all year long, that's for sure. And, uh, I'm really glad Jimmy was, uh, you know, seeing me. And even Hoy came in and threw me a ball, which was great. Um, so, like I said, I, 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 I'm trying to keep the same attitude and the same mentality going into practice every day, going to the game every day, whether I have zero catches or six catches. Like, that's kind of where I'm at in my career right now. I'm just trying to come out here and be the best footballer I can be. So three catches on the first on the first drive alone. I mean, was that like part of the plan coming in? You said, hey, let's establish this early? I don't think it was part of the plan. I think it just happened. I really do. Um, I think Jimmy saw I was open a couple times and he got me the ball. And um, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot more of that for sure. A lot of, uh, there's a lot of physical uh, running through you guys on that one uh, run after the catch. I think you were pretty emotional after. I mean, you just kind of yeah. feel good about that play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, showing some energy there for sure. Uh, you know, that's what I needed. I needed a little spark there, um, you know, for my rookie season. And um, I was really excited. I definitely got some energy going there. So, um, yeah, feeling well. Feeling good today. Did the defense make any adjustments to try to get the ball out of your hands in the second half, you felt like? Or? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to watch the film. Um, you know, I'm not totally out there watching the defense the entire time. I'm in, I'm coming out, who's going in, things like that. So we'll watch the film, we'll see some things, but um, yeah. You mentioned being more comfortable, right, this week. What is slowing down for you? What's starting to click? Oh, I think I'm understanding the offense way more um, in terms of where to be, what to do, things like that. I'm understanding it way more. And um, I think it just came with time a little bit. It came with uh, repetition. It came with playing in games instead of just going against our defense in camp, things like that. Um, and, um, you know, that's that, that's kind of what it is. It, it just took me a second to kind of understand it, and I think it's kind of clicking for me now. Do you have a moment, or has it been a gradual process? It's been a gradual process, for sure. It's been a gradual process. Um, and, you know, my teammates have been with me the whole time. Coach Jerry's been great. Coach McDaniel's been great. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of keep this thing going. Anybody in particular you've been leaning on in terms of teammates, players? Hoop's been great. Hoop's been great. This is his eighth year in the league, and he's been great to help me out. Um, and he's been a great presence. Jesper, this is his fifth year. Uh, he's been great, too. So we got a great tight end room, fantastic tight end room with good guys. We saw your uh, draft classmate, Trey Tucker, made, made a pretty big impact, too. You guys' longest play from scrimmage on the air. What, what's your relationship like with him? You guys both are rookies coming in. With Probably who? Good. Sorry? Uh, Trey. Yeah. yeah, he was my roommate for the first three months I was in Vegas ever. So uh, probably one of my, my best friends on the team, my best buddies in the class for sure. Um, he got to show his speed. I mean, that, that's that's what he does every day in practice. What you guys just saw, that's what he does every day in practice. Holy threw a great ball to get it to him. Um, and that's the type of player he is. He can run past dudes and he can catch. And he's fast as heck. So uh, what you saw today from him, uh, there'll be a lot more of that too. What do you feel like being on the sideline seeing the defense finish it off again two weeks in a row now? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, our defense has stepped up big. Huge. Crosby's having a heck of a year. Uh, Rob Spill's having a heck of a year. Everybody's you know, working hard on the defense and, and getting it together. 
Johnny inspiration from a Notre Dame's game yesterday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huge, huge. They needed that big time after what happened last week. Um, but, yeah, that got me hyped for sure. Yeah, I texted some of my buddies before the game. What was, what was the key to you guys, like, continuing to, you know, Jimmy goes down at halftime, Brian comes in, like, you guys have to maintain that. Like, what was the key to kind of that? Contract? Yeah, I think we're going to do what was working in the first half. We're going to do the second half. I think that that was uh, pretty clear. Um, and I don't think we really changed that much up. You know, we got tons of trust in Hoy. So it's not like you're going to change up your whole game plan just because Jim went down. Um, so, yeah. So there is rookie tight end Michael Mayer. And, you know, you can hear it in his voice that he just sounds way more confident than what he did early in the season and when he first got drafted. And, you know, again, everyone's not going to pick it up immediately. It's tough to be a rookie in the NFL. It's tough to be a rookie tight end in the NFL. But he does sound more and more confident. And it looks like, more importantly, the quarterback, whoever it is, if it's Jimmy G or Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell, they have confidence in him as well. If they have confidence in him, they can get him the rock. And I think that Michael Mayer is going to be a big addition. And maybe he can help start uh, helping with the red zone struggles that the Raiders are on. Uh, and they Again, they, he, he's got to be a factor. Uh, Devontae's got to be a factor. Jacoby's got to be a factor. Hunter, I don't I, – I, I stopped even asking about Hunter just because I'm so confused by that situation. I, I'd be so shocked if he doesn't get traded just because, I mean, he's, he's virtually not – he's not being used anyway. He's basically uh, on the back of a milk carton. So, uh, yeah, I, I – I would not be shocked at all to see Hunter Renfro get traded before that October 31st trade deadline. But coming up in segment number three, I got more locker room sound. Uh, got to hand out at least one more game ball for sure. And uh, we'll get out, we'll get some more sound uh, from the Raiders and we'll look at the defensive side of things coming up in segment number three. And we'll do that after I tell you about LinkedIn jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Nobody likes hiring. That process stinks, but LinkedIn jobs will help you do it in a major way. Post your job for free on LinkedIn jobs and then uh, add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. That'll spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. It's why small businesses rank LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hire for its leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find that qualified candidate you want to talk to faster. Again, post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to take you back inside the Raiders locker room following their 21-17 victory over the Patriots. I uh, want to definitely hand out a couple more game balls for the defensive side of things. Handed out two game balls uh, in segment number two offensively. One to Jacoby Myers, one to tight end Michael Mayer. Now we've got to look at the defense. And really, I mean, this could be, I could just hand out one game ball to the defense and basically just say, hey, all you guys share it. <laughs> right? Because I think the defense did a hell of a job. Was it perfect? No. Is there still areas to, to grow? Absolutely. Right? But for the most part, I thought the defense did a really good job in, again, helping the Raiders have a chance to win and ultimately sealing the deal on the victory as well. So I guess with that right there, you got to tell you that the game ball goes to Max Crosby, Bilal Nichols. They both had half a sack on and a safety to seal the deal to win the game. I mean, you can't. You can't have that big play, that play that you have to have, right? The, and, and this is what I, I want to start seeing more from, from Max. When it's that time, when that big play has to happen, all of a sudden he ends up being that game wrecker, right? And he's done a great job this year. He's had a fantastic 
season so far. I want to continue to see him grow, and I know he wants to continue to see him grow. So Max Crosby, Bilal Nichols, they uh, they combine for the safety, wins the game. Uh, you know, but really, there's many people in the defense that should get some love. But here's Max Crosby uh, in the locker room following the game. As you're turning that corner, Max, to come in for the, to help out on that safety, I mean, what are you seeing? Are you seeing anything, or is it all just a blur? No, I see everything. I yeah. was very calm. Um, the play before, we ran a game, and I came through clean. And they blew the whistle, so I was like, all right, I got to get the I got to get home. And um, I seen uh, Gusecki come over to chip, so I knew um, I had to beat him clean, and then it would have gave me a chance, you know, to win on the edge. So, yeah, you know, just we work it every single day. Um, it's just regular routine, you know, working my technique, uh, getting off the ball and finishing, and, you know, that's what, that's what happened. And Bilal had a great rush as well, so, yeah, you know, there's no better feeling. Um, closing the game out. We talked about it last week and the week before. You know, our defense, you know, improving. And uh, I think we're seeing that every single week. So it's, it's good to see. Is that your first safety in your career, like ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. First one. First one. Felt great. Is that like a dream scenario for a DN? Like, you, you clinch the game with a game-winning safety kind of thing? Yeah, that was, that was an out-of-body experience. It was incredible. You know, every time I go out on the field, I want to be at the best um, I possibly could be at. And uh, I was battling some things. Um, and <laughs> banged up, um, but it doesn't matter. You know, my, my guy stuck next to me. We fought through it. We found a way, and uh, no better feeling to get a win, you know, especially, you know, back-to-back, and now we're back to 500, so we got to go and get another one next week. Fired up because of the way the, the delay of gameplay went to play before. What about, I know you picked up the penalty that the drive before they scored. Were you fired up because of that? Did you want another shot? <laughs> I'm not going to say. I can't even make a comment on that. But Last yeah, week. yes, I was fired up, no question. <laughs> Last so. week, um, the defense was, you know, um, like you said something like, we take it personal, all yeah. the naysayers and all of that. No doubt. So just wonder how much that has served as fuel for you guys this week. Yeah, you know, it's every day we walk out there together. You know, we, uh, we're getting closer and closer. We spend a ton of time together. We go to dinners together every week. Um, and, you know, we see everything. So at the end of the day, you know, this defense, uh, you can you see it every single you know week. And... We're not there yet. You know, it's a constant, never-ending, you know, process of improvement. But uh, we're working towards that every single day, and you see it every time you step in the building. So um, it's a direct result when we get out there on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays, and uh, we just got to keep improving every way we can. Max, uh, two straight game wins, uh, a three-three record. You guys probably haven't come close to throwing your best punch uh, yet. Is how encouraging is that? That you know, there's still a ceiling for this team to get to in terms of putting together a great performance. Yeah, no matter win or loss, uh, regardless of the fact you never got it. Um, that's something I got from Gus Bradley. And uh, it's it's the absolute truth. You know, the second you think you got it in this league, that's when you're, you're going backwards. So, um, yeah, it's huge to get a win. We're super fired up about it. But, um, you know. We got to enjoy this, and then tomorrow we're right back to it. Um, I know myself. I'll watch, <laughs> start watching tonight, and get right back to it. And recovery already started, and you know I got in the tubs already. It's just it's every single day, and that's what it's required. So um, I just try to get my guys with me um, and keep improving. So yeah, you know it's super exciting to get the win, especially at home again. Uh, I know the fans love it, so we just got to keep going. Last year, so much of the conversation was about this team just not getting it done in one score games. Now you guys have the evidence of back-to-back weeks. Do you feel a tangible shift in those clutch moments that you guys are making now? Yeah, I just feel like you know we're bonded you know closer you know when you you have guys all on the same page on on the same mission uh we don't panic you know i got the penalty they end up scoring the next play um i was i felt like i let my team down um even though i thought you know whatever i thought about the call and then you know i told every literally i told the guys every single one of them like i got y'all i got y'all just watch this 
and that was simple as that. And uh, you know, they were like, "Bro, don't worry about it. Go, go get it next play." And uh, you know, that's that's what it's all about. You know, I got great teammates. Uh, we got great dudes in this locker room, and that's all you can ask for. Max, along those lines, Amik, you know, there's a penalty, but very next play, sack. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, not not you know letting uh, one bad moment turn into two bad moments. How important is that? Yeah, it's everything. You know, in this league, it's always it's the next play. You can't worry about the last play and let it affect the next three. It's, it's simply good or bad is the result. You know, you either have a win or a loss. Um, you could have a neutral, you know, rep, but at the end of the day, you got to just go to the next snap. You know, you can't be worried about the one before um, or the one after. You just got to be locked in and be present. And uh, I think that's the most important thing, you know, in football. And that's what's helped me, uh, you know, continuously take, you know, steps forward is not getting too emotional, not too high, uh, not too low, just staying even keeled and just uh, improving every way um, on every down. How hard then, Max, is it, or how easy would it be to compartmentalize? You guys got to focus on what you got to do defensively, but when your quarterback leaves at halftime. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even, I, didn't, I had no idea until um, I got back out of the tunnel. Um, I was dealing with some stuff in my leg, but um, yeah, I went out there and they're like, Jimmy's down, he went, you know, he's dealing with something. So, uh, you know, for us as a defense, we, we talk about it, but it's, uh, we want to be the reason we win the game. And uh, no matter what, obviously, we Jimmy's our brother. Um, we're praying for him and hopefully he's all good. Um, but yeah, you know, you got to go out there and go win. So as simple as that, we went out there and we did that. So we're excited about it. Max, you're playing at such a high level. Does it feel like, I know they usually say this in other sports as well, that you're in the zone? Does it just feel like that right now? I mean, you're rocking the Bobby Boucher jersey. Quite frankly, that's how you've been playing. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Tim Grover talks about it all the time. He's like, you know, the great ones, the Kobe's, the Jordans, um, they're always in the zone. And uh, whatever that is, whatever I got to do to get to that, um, you know, by game day, um, that's what you have to solve, you know, to stay at the top and be at the highest level. And for me, um, you know, I'm constantly searching, you know, to be in the zone at all times and, uh, you know, practice, weight room, uh, and then directly, obviously, on Sundays um, when I'm out on the field. So, yeah, you know, you're in the zone. Um, it comes from preparation and just mental strength and mental, you know, fortitude um, to be consistent with everything you do in preparation, you know, leading up to it. So, yeah, you know, for me, um, the mental is just as important as the physical. And uh, I, I definitely, you know, believe... You know, I, I definitely have room to grow um, in every way, and that's that's what I'm searching for every day. No matter the result, you know, you can get pats on the back, you can get slander, but at the end of the day, you got to show up the next day and you got to improve. So that's my, my that's my approach every day. I got to ask where you got that Bobby Boucher jersey from. The Bobby Boucher. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did someone give it this. to you? No, I was uh, I was in uh, Boston with uh with Dana White this off season, yeah. <laughs> and I seen the jersey uh, up on the wall, and I got. The Bobby Boucher, obviously, and I got a few other ones, but uh, yeah, it was uh, you know a, a must grab. I haven't seen an actual like stitched jersey like that, so I had to get it. So there it was right there, Max Crosby following the game in the Raiders locker room. He definitely gets a game ball. He's always bringing the heat, always bringing the heat. Good to see uh, that the Raiders are starting to get some pressure from the interior as well, the defensive tackle position. And one more game ball that I want to hand out to is Trayvon Merrick. And I mean, it could it could have been a you know, not necessarily even a game ball, but just a hell, hell of a job, right? And we got a chance to catch up with him in the locker room following the game. So want to let you hear from him real quick. Just a couple minutes from Trayvon, but had another interception. Seems like he's making play after play after play. Uh, you know, each of the last few games, handful of games, seems like he's getting more comfortable out there and things are starting to slow down for him. We talked about Michael Mayer getting things slowed down. It looks like things are slowing down for Trayvon Merrick as well. Here he is in the locker room talking about his interception and talking about the Raiders' victory. Could you walk us through uh, your, your interception there? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I was playing middle of the field. Uh, I was reading the quarterback, saw over coming through the middle, and thankfully he overthrew it. I was right there to, to take it, so that's kind of how that went down. It's, it kind of starts up front, though. They, they rush the passer and they put pressure on him. Are you guys thinking about those yeah. things? Back yeah, back? yeah, you know, rushing coaches work together, so, you know, if they're doing their job up front, it makes our life easier, vice versa. So, um, you know, we preach that every week, and uh, we do a good job of that today. Do you feel like you almost had a house call there? Man, you know, every time. Like I, block away. Every time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even see the guy coming. I mean, obviously, you came behind me, yeah. but after I, I uh, made Magnus, I thought it was, you know, green field, yeah, yeah. open field, so yeah. Talk about the complimentary football on the team. How much is the guys up front kind of helping you guys in the in the backfield do what you do? Uh, just like I said, you know, rushing coverage works together. Um, so, you know, if they're, they're getting pressure up front, um, you know, making the quarterback move around, um, it makes our job easier on the coverage end, so. How good does it feel for the defense to close out another game, two, two games in a row now? It feels good. Um, you know, that's like I said before, that's what we preach. Um, so, you know, just to, to come from practice, working hard, just, um, you know, preaching turnovers, preaching negative plays. Um, and then to have that happen, you know, in the game is just, you know, really exciting. You feel like you're getting close to where you guys need to be? Yeah, you know, we're still working. Um, you know, we, we had a good game today, but like I said, we're still working, coming to practice with the mindset of, you know, just improving every week. Is it, a, is it kind of a little bit of an exhale now that you guys are 3-3? Three and three? Nah, nah, I wouldn't say it's an exhale. You know, we still got to keep our foot in the gas um, because, you know, any game is you can win or lose. So yeah. we just got to keep going, man. On a personal standpoint, it seems like you're making a big play just about every game out there. You're three now. Is this the most comfortable you feel? Is this the most tangible? you feel a tangible difference on the field? Uh, I mean, I feel comfortable. I'll say that. You know, I, uh, I wouldn't say I got it all figured out. Still got a lot of room to improve. But um, I'm definitely feeling good back there. Um, and it comes from, you know, my coaches and then um, my teammates around me. So. I know we talk about Max Crosby a lot. I mean, does anything he does ever surprise you guys now at this point? No, no, not at all. I mean, that dude's a beast. I mean, you see it every week. You can see how he practices, how he carries himself. So, um, no, it doesn't surprise me how he ended the game. So there it is. There it was. Trayvon Merrick, another interception. The Raiders are now up to five interceptions on the season and up to 13 sacks. So uh, hats off to Max Crosby, Bilal Nichols, Trayvon Merrick, all guys that got game balls here in segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Again, remember, we talked to Adam Butler and Meek Robertson, Byron Young, Jacoby Myers, Josh Jacobs, Crosby, Michael Mayer, and Trayvon Merrick. So uh, we'll get some more sound coming up on tomorrow's show. Uh, we'll also hear from head coach Josh McDaniels. We'll talk to him at 1030 this morning. Plus, we'll have maybe an update on Jimmy G. So some more news and notes. Have plenty of conversation as well. So that'll come up on Tuesday's show. So Raider Nation, until then, take, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Love on your family. Most importantly, as always, just win, baby.